My name is Mike, 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 Dark, 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 Dark. And I am Richard Wag, Wag, Wagoner. We're back. All right, here we go. Another edition of Radio Waves. My name is Mike Stark. And Richard Wagoner. And we're covering a lot of ground today. We'll probably go through it fairly quickly because uh, we've missed four columns since yeah. the last time we were together. But uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of obits for one. So let's yeah. let's talk about the obits first. Those are, those are getting a little bit tiresome in a, in a way. I hate to, I don't want to like make light of the deaths, but my gosh, all the people that we know are. Uh, are dying off. The first one uh, is probably a name people know better, and that's Jeff Baugh. Uh, you probably remember him from uh, from K, uh, KNX and KFI and KFWB. Um, he was the traffic reporter and a feature person as well. And um, he's one of those guys that everyone says he was super nice. A uh, smile that was contagious is, uh, is something that came up more than once, actually. And um, he actually only had three stations in his entire radio career, KFWB in 1986, KNX uh, in 2008, and then KFI from 2017 until his death just earlier this month. Yeah, and it's my understanding, I think I read it somewhere online, that uh, he was actually in the in the helicopter or the airplane, I don't know which which one he was in, the Friday before he passed. So yeah. he, he worked right up until he passed away. And I guess yeah. it was can- cancer, right? Yeah, cancer. He was 81. Wow. 81 and still working. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, yeah, okay. it's funny. Those guys love their job. Those pilots really like It's funny. They like doing it. And uh, I don't think he was doing it just to be on the radio. I think he was doing it because he really likes... He likes flying and likes giving the traffic reports. Right. Our other obits, I didn't know anything about this gentleman. Uh, Jeff Fells, he's a background guy for the most part. He uh, He's a guy who started, is another one who was at very few stations his entire career. He's at KMPC most of his uh, career. I thought that the kind of the cool, the small world thing was that when he started at KMPC, he was in the mailroom and he was working with Pat Kelly, uh, Pat Paraquat Kelly, who would go on and go on to uh, KMET fame. Mm. And uh, I never actually even knew this. I should have, but Pat Kelly's dad was the voice of the Rams. Absolutely. And I I did not know that. I never put the two together. I have no idea why. Just one of those weird things. Um, So he he did a lot of stuff, you know, like more in the background. He was, uh, he started in the mailroom, went on to the newsroom as an assistant, supporting the newsroom staff, doing some of the writing, you know, kind of the rip the stuff off the teletype machines, put together a, a newscast, and then started doing a few more uh, he's writing sports and weather reports for the anchors and the news and the personalities. So eventually he expanded more into programming, became uh, kind of a, one of the managers. And so he has uh, most of his life in the background, but he's someone that meant a lot to a lot of people who worked with him, and that's why I put it in the column. Uh, I, I would imagine most of the readers probably don't know his name. Yeah, well, it's important to look at the people that are behind the scenes as well, and that's good that you do that. And and he was pretty young, 78. I mean, it yeah. sounds funny to say 78's young, but to me, that's pretty young. So Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what's going on at K-Surf? A lot, a lot of back and forth with them, right? Yeah, and as you know, it's been on the HD4 for uh, 105.1, right? Right. The frequency, right? Boy, my mind is going. Um, and... 
it used to be on 1260 AM, so that was kind of cool, and they kind of merged together. When they went to the HD4 only, they were still available online, and I got a note from Saul Levine one day saying, you know, it's just it's too expensive to do the streaming, so we're, we're going to stop the streaming. And I understand that. I know I know a few people who have talked about the streaming costs with some of the new um, some of the new uh, agreements that they've made for the royalties. So I kind of was look, talking to him about, hey, you know what? What about um, why don't you try to get sponsorships? I've heard of some of the stations. That little station that's in Michigan that I like, WION, uh, it actually takes sponsorships for the stream. I have no idea what they charge. I haven't actually donated yet. I was going to. But I was thinking that he could actually get people that care enough and would pay a little bit for for the ability to hear the stream. In the meantime, he started getting calls and letters from uh, all across the United States. And he I don't think he that Saul realized how many listeners he had. So he's looking into putting it back. In the meantime... If you're having trouble finding your oldies, some of the some of the alternatives I put into the column, Big Eight Radio, a tribute to CKLW, is on the apps. If you look for the Eagle, plays nonstop 70s music. There's an interesting format that is kind of mysterious, and you have to use the link that's in the column. So if you if you go to the June 9th column, you can find it. It's a little bit hard to to read out. But it's called the Top 40 Hit Clock. It was actually a Drake Chenault format, and these are just run continuously. Um, it's one of those things where who knows who's actually running it, who knows why they're running it, but it's running 24 hours a day. And what they do there is they pick a year. Uh, they'll play like three or four songs from a particular year, and then they go on and uh, to the next year that they kind of in order, but not exactly. Well, there are alternatives. This whole discussion of AM has kind of brought us to looking at those alternatives. Exactly. Um, although it looks like AM is going to breathe a new life here. They've uh, decided that, uh, at least Ford's decided that they're going to put them back in the cars. Yeah, for but, a year. Uh, yeah, for a year, right. <laughs> Uh, just to keep a few people happy, I guess. Yeah. But we'll keep an eye on that. But there's always the apps. The apps are really good for finding new things. So, yeah. you know, don't let don't get caught in, up on the AM thing because if you've got if you've got the ability to have apps in your car, the world is an oyster, as they say. Right. Um, and you use you can, apps all the time yourself. All you? the time. That's all yeah. I use, in fact. Yeah. So, all right, uh, some stuff going on in San Francisco. Live 105 has returned. Yes, Live 105, which, by the way, is a sister station to K-Rock. So is it too surprising that they're doing a lot of the stuff that K-Rock is doing, which is, you know, primarily, they're, I guess, alternative oldies is, is kind of what we've come to. They play a couple new songs an hour, and the rest of it's recurrent or oldies. Uh, and I'm putting oldies in the more than 10-year uh, uh, track. Right. Um, but it's you know, still kind of exciting. It's one of the early stations that did that up in San Francisco. So the fact that it's the back, I think a lot of people are really happy about it. And we'll see how it evolves. Okay, back to Saul Levine for a second. KKJZ HD2 has a format change, right? Yeah, they're doing bebop. It's all all bebop all the time, and I, I put the fun, it's funny I put bebop deluxe just because that's the name of a band that my friend liked a lot when when we were growing up, uh, from the from the pre your version of KNAC. 
when they when they played rock and rhythm. But yeah, it's on. It's it's part of KKJZ 88.1 HD2. I know that it's on jazzandblues.org as well. There's a little button you can press for the app there. And it is bebop uh, style of jazz. And I actually didn't know this about jazz. I'm not a jazz. Uh, um, I'm not a huge jazz listener. I will admit that I don't have the culture that my dad had because he loved jazz like this. But it's funny. I was reading a little bit about it. What is bebop? And the idea is it's fast tempo, chord changes, key changes, a lot of improvisation, which, as you know, jazz already has anyway. But this is kind of like it's it's made not to dance, specifically not to dance. They, they kind of took themselves out of the realm of having to have a certain beat that made it danceable. And it's a lot faster than that. So it's a totally different type of jazz and uh, a lot of improv, it, it in some ways, is kind of what a lot of people probably feel is jazz. And it's uh, in honor of Chuck Niles and others like that. Charlie Parker, Sonny Rollins, Miles Davis. Uh, they're some of the influential bebop artists and composers. So that's on the HD2 signal. I might remind everybody HD3 is the Cal State Long Beach student station in which there are now people like myself that have a shift on there. And have some other folks. Yeah, it's been we've been on for about three weeks now. All right. So three or four weeks. And there are some other uh, alumni. Uh, in fact, uh, some that aren't even alumni. The insane Daryl Wayne is doing a show on uh, in, on the HD3 signal as well. The Knucklehead show, which he's been doing for years. That's so cool. anyway, so there's a lot going on on that uh, KKJZ signal. KRLA or what used to be KRLA has been sold again. It's sold. It's uh, it's Foundry Legion. It's going to be uh, owned by, or actually maybe already, the Calvary Chapel, which, ironically, I was thinking about this. It's kind of funny. Um, as you know, when they were playing music, top 40 primarily, KHJ and KRLA were in competition with each other. Right. Now they are, again, just as religious oh. stations, KHJ by the Catholics and uh and uh, whatever the call letters will be, KRCD, and as it was sold, um, which will be, uh, I guess it would be non-denominational. Would that be how it's right. Yeah, I guess. I'm a little confused as to why they bought it because they already own um, uh, 107.9, I think it is, um, which has been religious music for as long as I can remember. It used to be, what, KYMS or something like that? Right. Mm -hmm. So they've owned that for a while. I don't know what they're really planning on doing it, but we'll or doing with it, but we will find out. Okay, and changes for the better, for the worse, for whatever at KBC, right? Yeah, we don't really know. Uh, Drew Hayes is out. Uh, we actually thought of we. I got information that he was out about a month ago, and we couldn't print that he was out because we couldn't confirm it. I couldn't get a return call from anyone. I couldn't get through to Drew. I couldn't get through to anyone at KBC. Um, as you know, sometimes they don't like to talk. But he's out. Leo Terrell left with him. Uh, the exact reasons, I don't know. My understanding is Leo only wanted to stay on if Drew was the, uh, was the manager. So he's out. No changes expected for now. But you never know. And I think the station is... You know, if someone came up with the right money, I'm sure that they would sell it in a heartbeat. Oh, without a doubt. It's yeah. just floundering beyond belief. And it it's is. a shame that our our pal John Phillips is 
is stuck in the middle of that mess because yeah. the, guy, the guy's a talented guy and he really deserves to be on somewhere where people are actually listening. Yeah, and and the station feels like they should promote themselves and things like that. Right. It's, it's bizarre what's happening with all of these stations. Yep. And finally, the Radio Hall of Fame, the annual Radio Hall of Fame nominations have been announced and who are they? Well, we have a few local people. There were, uh, I think it was 23 people or 24. It was 24, 24 candidates. So it should, they should have made it 23 for 23. But locally, John and Ken, from uh, our friends from KFI, 1 to 4 uh, p.m., uh, former talk host Larry Elder. Seems like he's on this list all the time. Is that my wasn't Ken, nominating Ken, wasn't, list or something? Wasn't Ken and John on last year? Uh, John I think you're right also. You yeah. Know, I, you might be right. Uh, Shadow Stevens is on the list this year. Very deserving. I think he's very deserving, absolutely. Uh, in fact, I was talking to him about his ads that he was doing, Fred Rated for Federated, and um, I, I reminded of him a line he used to use in the ads, and it turns out I had the wrong ad, because remember, he also used to do the voice for University Stereo. Right. University Stereo. Right. And uh, the line that I liked was something, you know, blah, 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 blah. No wonder... We have the reputation for the lowest prices. And I thought, what a genius line. They're not saying they have the lowest prices. And they didn't. But you could advertise that because you could have the reputation. And there you go. That's, yeah. that's marketing for you. Well, Shadow is very deserving. He's been a TV star. He's done it all. And, uh, but that voice... Is really his trademark when it comes oh, yeah. right down to it. Yeah, he's always been a knight. Every time I run into him, he's in a good mood that I've seen him. So, right, I think he's very deserving. Anybody else we need to talk about in that uh, lineup of nominees? Well, the only uh, there's maybe a couple names that you might know. Bob Rivers is on the list. Isn't oh, yeah. he the guy that came in for a short time? Uh, yeah, he's he's I think from up in the northwest somewhere. Yeah, uh, and he is known for his parodies. That's Which right. Went, went everywhere. Yeah. Didn't he come? Didn't, wasn't he doing like a morning show here for like like an hour? Yeah, for two minutes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's either here or San Diego. I don't even know yeah. now. Um, but yeah, he's on the list. Um, and I can read the names of most of them I really don't know. Mojo in the Morning, Monica May, Nina Totenberg. Oh, Pat St. John. I know Pat St. John. And Shelly, the Playboy Stewart, um, Burt Weiss, Charles Laquita, Diana Williams, Gary House. Jaime. Oh, there's Jaime. Jaime's deserving. I totally missed that. I typed the name and I didn't even catch what I was typing when I when I wrote it. Jaime is definitely deserving. The voice of the Dodgers for right. many, many years on uh, Spanish uh, radio. On Spanish radio. I always want to call it 10Q. It's not 10Q anymore and hasn't been for right. 30 years. You can't let you can't let go of the names of stations. I, no, I still like like KRLA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we've caught up now, and hopefully we'll be back on track next week with another edition of Radio Waves.